Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Uh, today, let me share something with you. Uh, I've had to learn this one over and over and over and over. And I, I probably still have to teach it to myself, too. This is a hard one to get, but it's one of the principles of success. It's called patience. Patience. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten myself into a jam or a situation because I got impatient. 
because I, I wanted something to happen now, so I made a move on my own. I tried to push something. I wanted the results of it now. And, you know, I kind of think that's human nature. I think all of us are guilty of that from time to time. But I was guilty of it a lot. You know, I, I just wanted what I wanted right now, and I did some things to try to push it forward. Here's, here's, here's the thing that I had to learn about patience. First of all, success is not an overnight process. It's a long, daunting task. And, when I, and I'm not saying it to sound discouraging to anyone, but I'm saying it so you can prepare yourself. If you have any aspirations of becoming successful, get ready for the dog fight of your life. Get ready for one of the hardest things you'll ever attempt to do, and that's become successful. Now, that those requirements of becoming successful is what stops most people. Once they strike out on the road to success and they see how difficult it is, how many pitfalls, setbacks, hardships, how high the mountain is to climb, how deep them valleys get sometimes, man. How strong the current is in the rivers you have to cross. How really icy cold it can get out there sometimes. And man, Lord have mercy, how incredibly hot it is out there sometimes. It's, it's all of it. Becoming successful is all of the things you could imagine that can happen. It's going to probably happen. Now, it's how you handle it. And how you view it determines whether you get through it. How you handle it and how you view it determines how you get through it. Because it's going to happen. And so what you've got to learn in this process of success is patience. That is going to be some days when you're trying to get it right, when you're trying to get it together, that it's going to be some setbacks that it's going to be some difficult days and difficult times ahead, that it's going to be some moments, man, when you just feel like you don't have enough to go on. You can, you will, and you have to. But you got to be patient. See, so many people give up right before the turn can even happen for them. You, you've, you've heard old people say, uh, you've heard the saying that uh, it's always darkest before the dawn, which, which simply means, uh, you know, I mean, this is about as pitch black as it get around 3.30, 4.30 in the morning, 5. It's pitch black because it, it's, 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 it, I don't know, it just feels that way, don't it? You know, it's, it's darkest before the dawn. Every accomplishment that I've had in my life Every jump in statue, every award, every increment, every dollar climb, every raise, every elevation in my career or my life, almost all of them came on the heels of a setback. Almost all of them came off of of a situation that I was working through that, that, that was about to bring me down that I didn't see an answer to. Almost all of my successes, awards, 
rewards, however you want to look at it, came on the heels of something that could have been devastating or something perilous for me. I don't know about you, but that's how it's happened for me. I mean, right when it looked hopeless, when I didn't see a way, here came the blessing. I mean, man, I cannot even tell you. Something tragic was happening in my life when the book came out. Something traffic, tra- uh, uh, tragic was happening in my life when Family Feud came along. Something had gone incredibly wrong when I started the syndicated radio show in 2005. I'm telling you, man, I, I, and I, I don't know why it is that way, but that old saying, it's always darkest before the dawn, is so true. When I lost something and I lost what I thought was everything I had, here comes the blessing that caused me to have everything I got. I can't explain it. I don't know why it is, but it's simply to me, it's a test of my faith. You know, Petey Pablo got a song out on this album that he came out with back in 2000, something called Diary of a Sinner. I'm not a big hip hop fan, so I ain't trying to flex that information. It just happens to be my favorite hip hop album I've ever heard. I don't know the name of the song, but uh, one of the lyrics is, uh, he says, uh, 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 he was talking about uh, being down half a tank of gas, two cigarettes, scraping up change in an ashtray. But I realized it was only a test of my faith. And right when he was about to give up, something jumped off for him. But I see I've been in that situation where I've been down to a half a tank of gas and I was scraping up change in an ashtray. I think a lot of people can relate to that. But off the heels of almost all of my mishaps and demises came a success story because it is a test of your faith. It is, do you really want what you say you want? Are you really determined as you think you are? Are you really going to trust in me like you say you trust in me? Are you going to wait like you say you're going to wait? Or are you going to lose your patience and go take matters into your own hands? Because I can't tell you the mistakes I've made like that. I've taken matters into my own hands and had some just messed up everything. Just rushing because I want it now. So I, you know, sign a deal here that ain't really that good a deal. But I'm signing it because I need to make this now. I need to try to push this to happen. And and then and then when the big deal was around the corner, I couldn't because I was into this little deal. Had I just waited, man, had I just waited and not, not lost patience, what God had for me was just around the corner. And that's what happens to a lot of us. We, we, lose, we lose sight of what we, you know, there's, you, you ever heard this one? You ever heard, heard, heard people say, look, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. If you're going to worry about it, then don't pray about it. And that's, I was just in that cycle. I pray about it, then worry myself to death, then worry myself, then pray about it. And I just got all out of sync. But what I learned was that on the road to success, you got to be prepared for it to take a minute. And don't give up because right when something terrible is going down in your life, there's a bright side somewhere. There is a turning point for you. 
All it is is a test of your faith. I had two women on my show the other day who were just sitting on stage just crying, man, because they had been blindsided. Their husbands came in and just said, I'm leaving. I want a divorce. And they didn't see it coming. And this one lady was saying, well, who am I if I'm not his wife? Who am I? She had a 21-year-old son. Who am I if I'm not his wife? Well, you know, what, the, the long story, I had some experts here to give him some help in what to do. This guy wrote his wife a $550 check and just said, here, here it is. I'm not giving you nothing else. And he walked out. I said, oh, my goodness, man, this woman was devastated. But there's an opportunity here. There's an opportunity in losing what you think is losing your husband and your primary breadwinner. Is a, is, a, is a chance to discover, well, who am I? You know, if you've been lost in this world talking about who am I if I'm not his wife, well, here's going to be a great time for you to discover who you really are. And then it could also be a great time for you to discover a man that really does love you and stand by you. Be, all of my successes have come off of heels of great demise. Think about it, y'all. Stay patient. God is always coming. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18, 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show blasting off. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cape, whatever that place is. Canaveral. Canaveral. <laughs> I was going to mispronounce it, so I decided to pull up early. I said Cape, then I thought Carnival. Cape. Not carnival. Cape. Carnival. Cape. Capri. Like the cruise ship. I just had a lot of them was going on, and I said, that don't sound right. Cape. Yeah. um, It was a great day. Um, I'm in the process of putting a video together. Oh. Of... uh, going to be a spoof on the United Airlines. Uh, Uh-oh. Debacle. Yeah. But I'm putting mine on debacle? pay-per-view. You're going to make some change. Pay-per-view? We got to pay to see it? Yeah. going to make you some change. Yeah, I'm going to call no one... it. And, th- and, and then they tried to take Steve off. <laughs> That's the name of it. She got to be hollering. And then they tried uh-uh. to take Steve off. Yeah. You gotta hollering be hollering like that man. Uh-uh. No? No, you finna see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm putting mine on pay per view. And they simply call, and then they tried to take Steve off. <laughs> oh, this is a mess. And they it's gonna scared. start right after the little man run back to the back of the plane yeah. and mm-hmm. is hiding behind that curtain. <laughs> mm. Then they call my name, and then that's when the pay-per-view starts. <laughs> it's ugly. It's, it's so crazy. Over when, when, can, when can we get this? <laughs> I want it. I don't know. I'm working on it now. Okay. <laughs> I got to come up with somebody. The idea I got is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it ain't going to be that high. It's only going to be like eight ninety-five. <laughs> oh, $8.95. <laughs> yeah, you know, it ain't going to be like a Floyd fight or nothing. I ain't going to hit you for 54 Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be more affordable. Eight ninety five. <laughs> it's got an intro and everything up when he when he come on. <laughs> Rocky, the theme's <laughs> Rocky. 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 <laughs> 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 
And it's going to show me, it's going to open with me chasing the chicken. <laughs> you get the shake. You get the shake for a moment like this. If you're not screaming like that, man, what will you be doing? <laughs> that was good. We got to pay for it. Yeah. Wait for it and pay for it. Okay. Eight ninety five. I'm going to give you my 10 right now. I it know, doesn't have change, Junior. I know what it's going to be. <laughs> It's going to be absolutely greatness, though. I know what it's going to be. So the Rocky theme music, and you start off chasing a chicken. I'm chasing a chicken. (laughs) It's so many places to go from there. Yeah. Man. That's how it's going to start. Yeah. Wow. And then it's going to go black, and then you're going to hear, like, you know, chirping like swamp music. You know how you hear swamp music? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Then you're going to hear that. Uh, boom, boom. Oh, it's scary. Boom. scary. Yeah. Oh, like Jason. Like Jason? There you go. Yeah. See this? I'm oh. visualizing it. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to open up rocket theme, chasing uh-huh. the chicken. Right? Then go black. Then it's going to go black. Put, put this in your mind. <laughs> yeah. Then you're going to hear the Jason. Boom, <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they tried to take Steve. <laughs> where you sitting at? Tell me where you sitting at. Uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't sitting. He ain't even on the plane yet. <laughs> you gotta no, pay eight ninety five, no, Tommy. I'm gonna show the movie. I'm gonna show it like it's gonna be out of sequence. Oh, okay. That was gonna make it so. Hey man, let me get my son in here. I'm finna do this for real. <laughs> you serious? Dog, this going to be so damn funny, man. I'm going to hurry up and do it, though. Oh, it don't matter how many meetings. Oh, but you got a plane. So you can film your other time. You get rid. Oh. Hey, let me be the one come snatch you off of them. Me and Kiersey could be the one snatch you off. Mm-mm. No, no, because y'all got to come funny. the next day. Huh? That, that would be funny. Mm-mm. No, no, because y'all got to come to work the next day. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. You're 18, 18, it just be you. Charlie, <laughs> yeah. call. Because I'm going to kill them two, so they ain't coming no day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so this this man was a doctor. You, you're going to be just Steve, or you're going to have a character. You're going to be in character. Doctor Steve. You're going to play a role. He a doctor. Don't he have a doctor? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, doctor. yeah, doctor. Yeah, you do. I'm actually going to be... I'm going to bring back one of my old characters. I'm actually going to be Willie Turner. <laughs> oh, please, for me? Oh, Lord. <laughs> and then they tried to take yeah. oh, Lord. Willie. And then <laughs> Willie Turner they off tried play. to take Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Just the name alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part okay. I like, Steve, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's Carla's favorite. I ain't seen no overbooking. <laughs> I'm on here. I'm on here. <laughs> you had to overbook book somebody because I'm in my chair. Say, hey, and that's say. That's, <laughs> I wish you would. I wish you would. <laughs> That's what they were saying, too, that they didn't actually overbook. They just needed to get those four crew members on board. So they had room? Yeah. 
I mean, you know, they weren't overbooked. Oh, book took a pass. They were, yeah, they were full, but they right. weren't overbooked. Hey, it's their right. fault. Either or. Well, yeah. yeah, they've accepted responsibility now. No, yeah. I think it's too late. Because, you think it's too late for their yeah. res- acceptance? Well, after yeah, the drag? Because, yeah, see, mm. I, no, mm. see, the dude at first, mm-hmm. he was talking about, you know, all of our airlines followed the rules and. Then he tried to come back and say, we sorry, Mm -hmm. we had to Mm -hmm. reaccommodate. And now Mm -hmm. he saw the tragedy. Now he, this is despicable. And I just think it's too late. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He got to try to You should never blame the the passenger. You should never do that. Because he didn't have the whole story. Yeah, he just didn't have the whole story. All right. uh, When we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, (laughs) something funny coming up (laughs) from, from the man. Or the men, I don't know. We'll see. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back 34 minutes after that. When we come back, uh, we're doing a yeah. reenactment. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Of? What would happen uh-huh. if you take the wrong person off the plane? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh here we go. And by wrong person, you mean big, burly black man? Mm. I just sat up in yes, my sir. seat, baby. Yes, sir. Okay. Somebody got some bills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some size on them. Yeah. Somebody got some size on yeah. them. Yeah. Got some bills. <laughs> and ain't got the money for them. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's on his way. To get a potential job. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He ain't worked in two years. But they didn't call him. To get off the plane. (laughs) Folk, up next. (laughs) What happened when you get the wrong person off the plane? We'll be right back. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I would like the following four people, please, to follow me uh, and relieve your seats, please. We are looking for John Vlasic, that is uh, row 10, seat B. We're looking for Thomas Jones in row 9, seat C, please. Uh, Samuel Finch, Mr. Samuel Finch, please, can you follow me? And Willie Turner, row 9, seat A. Please follow me this way, gentlemen. Follow me this way. You too, Mr. Turner. Willie Turner. This way, please. What? Mr. Willie Turner. Can you? Uh, 9A, we need you to relieve this seat, please. Thank you. I've been calling Excuse me, Mr. Willie Turner. Yeah. You, are you Willie Turner? Yeah. yeah that's okay. Me. And you are sitting in seat 9A, correct? Right here. Right. Thank you, sir. We need you to, to, to uh, relieve this seat and stand up and please follow the stewardess. I ain't going nowhere. Sir, you you have to um, get up. Uh, please, we need your seat. Bought it. Paid for it. In it. <laughs> um, sir, we have, sir some, we, we, we have some employees that need to fill these yeah. seats. We need you to relieve your I don't your give a seat. damn who you got. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen. You no. Know, you need to get to fill wanna... some other seats. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Turner, I don't want to have to... Pull you off the plane, but I—it's I, my duty, it's my job. I wish you get... would. <laughs> okay. I wish you would when you pull me, pull, pull me like you pull a little Chinese doozy. <laughs> oh, Mr. Turner, I don't want to have to have to get 
to that if point. If you don't I'd want like to, you to, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> I just, if you I don't need want you to, get, to, don't I need do you it. To, can you just gather your things, put them all in your bag, and follow me? We'll get you a next flight that's going to be leaving out tomorrow morning. Willie bought a ticket. Willie fit in the fly. Why are you talking about himself in the third person? <laughs> Mr. Turner, you will fly. You will fly tomorrow morning. You'll make it to your destination, but we need you to gather your I things. I got a job. I got a job offer today. Mm-mm. I'm going to get some work. What will it finna do? Y'all picked the wrong one today. Okay. So, Mr. Turner, I, listen, I don't want to put my hands on you and unbuckle your seatbelt, but I will if you You damn do sure don't. <laughs> I'm the last motherfucker. Here. You won't put your hands on. Really? Disruptive. Okay, Mr. Turner, I'm not yeah. using I'm not using language with you. I don't want you to use that kind of language with me. I don't give a I damn w- what you ain't using. I'm okay. using it. Okay. This just I- a warning right here, partner. Okay. Mr. Willie, I'm gonna put my hand on your shoulder and then I'm gonna unbuckle your seatbelt, okay? Oh, it's going. That's what I'm gonna my do. Man, my, my look, man, look at here now. I, I, I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna put now. I'm gonna put my hand on your on your put shoulder. Your I- hand on my shoulder and see what the f- Okay, I'm gonna put my hand up, my hands on your shoulder. I'm on your shoulder. Uh, get, Mr. Your, get, Mr. Your, get your, your hands off me, Mr. Turner. Mr. Get Turner, get your black. Hold on a second. You don't know you with man. Mr. Turner, Mr. Turner, got no time you're, for this help. You better get strong. your punk ass home. You damn right I'm strong. I'm strong because I'm out of work. I gotta go get this job. I, I understand. I get, let me unbuckle now your seatbelt. you don't seat understand back. a damn let, thing. Unbuck- let, you gonna put your let, hand in my lap, dog? Let, let, let me. Oh, you gonna reach down here and put your hand in my lap? <laughs> you put your hand next to Big Johnson and see what happened to you. Mr. Turner, I'm just trying to unbuckle your seatbelt. You, you move ain't trying your hand. to unbuckle it. You're moving. Man, would, don't would touch you, my would, zipper. I know your punk you, ass ain't trying to touch my zipper. Did you just punch me in the hand, Mr. Turner? You got right. Mr. Turner. Man, I'm sick of this now. I'm going to call for backup, and we're going to have to... You're going to need backup, rack up, and some more up. But right now, I'm finna get up if you don't get away from me. Mr. Mr. Turner, either way it goes, we're going to pull you off the plane. You pull me off this plane, you ain't going to be able to fly this now go ahead. <laughs> I bet it don't be able to take off no damn boat. What load. do you think that you could possibly do to stop the plane from going up, Mr. Turner? I'll tear this whole row out of here. Now, row nine gone. <laughs> I ain't the only one finna go. We Where gotta go. <laughs> All right, uh, get ready. <laughs> Part two tomorrow. I'm trying to take Willie out of his seat. And the saga continues. You're very strong, Mr. Turner. Very strong. Get ready. Up next, it's Run That Prank Back. We'll be back at 48 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 48 minutes after the hour, we back. Uh, Tomorrow, the saga continues. Oh, my God. Uh, And now they're trying to take Willie off the plane. Part two continues tomorrow, and we may run this back later. For those of you that missed it, there was a fifth person that they was going to take off the plane on United. Willie Turner was on that flight, and they tried to remove Willie Turner. And part one uh, was done earlier today. And just to let you know how many parts it's going to take, Willie is still in his seat. <laughs> they picked the wrong one with Willie. They got yes. the wrong dude. Uh, uh, oh, he's so black. <laughs> I got to fly because I've been out of work. <laughs>
right, we're going to run that prank back. I got it for you. It is the choir director. The choir director. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Lorenzo. Lorenzo, please. Speaking. My husband's calling. Uh, hi, this is, uh, I'm Bernard. I'm giving you a call on behalf of, uh, Missionary Baptist Church and, uh, doing a follow-up, actually. You, you, you've been, uh, the choir director there. Right. Uh, for what, is it, uh, close to six years now? Five and a half years, yes. Okay. And, and, and from my understanding, you're doing a great job. Everyone seems to love what you're doing on Sunday mornings, which is definitely a blessing for the entire congregation. Right. So what I was giving you a call on is there seems to be a bit of uh, discrepancy with some of the antics that is going on when you are directing the choir on Sunday mornings. Antics? Say again now. Yeah. No, no, come, no, come again? You said antics? Well, some of the members. Wait, who are you? Once again, I said my, my name is Bernard, and I'm actually calling on behalf. Bernard what? What's your last name? Sir, I, I'm, not, I'm not actually a member of Uh-huh. But I've been asked to give you a call and, and bring some things to your attention and, and, and deliver the news that the church would like for you to have, okay? Now what news is that? Well, let me, let me get back to where I was. I was stating that some people in the congregation are actually having a problem with your antics when you're directing the choir, uh, different things that they're not happy with. It is a sorrowful moment, I should say, for me to have to come to you and tell you that, you know, as of today, which is Sunday, we're going to have to um, ask you to step down as the Minister of Music. Hold on one second. Maybe I'm not hearing you correctly. You have a problem with the Holy Spirit getting a hold to, of me? Sir, sir. I direct the choir? Well, it's, it's not necessarily, it's not the Holy Spirit at all. It, you can shout all day. That has nothing to do with it. I guess just different antics that you have, you know, that the congregation is just not. I need you to be a little more clear on what you're saying, antics. Please tell me what you're saying. So I, is it that my hair's too long? Is it that I look too cute when I'm in the choir? What what is it? So I, I'm not. I don't want to hear be be the one to go tick for tack with you. Like I said, I'm not a member. No, I want you to say it. Please say it. Go ahead, they fired me. They fired me today. I want you to say it, and I want to know if the pastor hired me, why didn't he fire me? Well. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's kind of like a business. You know, it's it's um, the higher ups uh, really really keep their hands clean on these type of things, and there's always someone that has to deliver the message. You know, and I, I'm I, I, and I and you know what, and I, I understand that, but I want you to explain to me what antics. Please tell me. Please I, tell me, uh, sir. I'm not I, listen. I'm not gonna sit no, here. No, 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 no. You call to deliver the news. I need to know what antics. Okay. Are you wearing different ha hairstyles every other Sunday? Is, is 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 your hair just completely different? And, and I go to the damn beauty shop every Saturday morning. I want to look cute, just like everybody else want to look cute on Sunday morning. But, yes, I do. Right, right. You got a problem with that? I, sir, like I said, I'm just a messenger. I don't have a problem with what you know you're doing. Well, who had a problem with? It? Evidently, people. Probably like, some of them helpful in now that I'm looking better than. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let, let me go ahead and, and ask you something else. Mm -hmm. Are you wearing blue um, contact lenses? I had on gray today. My damn suit was gray, so I had on gray. Tonight when I was going back for the musical, I was going to have on green. You, you was going to so wear green? So that's the problem? What the wait, wait, wait. going on? Sir, you, 
Lorenzo, you were going to wear green contact lenses? You damn skip it. Okay, well, are they prescribed? They prescribed if I bought them. See, sir, Lorenzo, these are the type of antics that they're talking about. So, y'all, I want you to see it. I want you to see it. Y'all say it. Please say it. I, I didn't. I, 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 say it. That's, 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 that, that never was stated, uh, Lorenzo. But you asked me about my contacts. You asked me about my hair. Right, but I didn't ask you about anything else, though, Lorenzo. I... Uh, well, I, I just want you to get to the uh, point, please, sir. Please. So, uh, are you representing the church or what? Are you in the HR department? I don't understand. I actually speak on behalf of, of Pastor. Okay. Well, I tell you what, you tell to call me himself because I'm going to show up at the musical tonight and I'm going to have my green contacts on with my green suit. Lorenzo, I'm asking you now not to show up for the actual musical tonight. And if I show up, what's going to happen? You definitely won't be. You, well, you know what's what? going to happen if I show up? Y'all going to put me out? We can't put you out of the Lord's house, but what we you won't be playing or participating in the musical. Y'all trying to crucify me. Ain't, ain't nobody, nobody's trying to crucify yeah, you. Yeah, y'all trying to crucify me. Okay, you I'm know what? I'm not going to go back I, and forth. I'm so cute. I, I'm so cute for all of y'all. That's what the problem is. Hey, look, I don't have all day. I'm passing on the, the message, and that's clear. I'm just letting you understand that your your job is completely terminated at this point. Is that understood? Hell no. I'm coming to the program tonight, and I'm going to turn that I, I've been a member of that for five and a half years, and we're going to do it right. I'll let you know who I am. Wait, wait. This is what all this it's all about. It's about your antics. That's my your antics. My antics. This is what the congregation is talking about. You did you just hear what you said? You said talk to me face to face. Y'all pointing fingers at me. So I'm not pointing the finger at you, sir. Yeah, you yeah yeah you pointing them at me. I, I tell you what, hold on one second. I'm gonna call. Wait just a minute. I got one more thing to say before you do that. Are you listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening to your Sir, you're not going to talk to me in that tone. Are you listening? You didn't call and disrespecting me with my answer. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Are you listening? I'm listening. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your entire mass choir. What? Nephew who? This is, <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lord have mercy. <laughs> let, let me hang up my house phone. I can, I, I'm calling pastor right now. <laughs> you laughing? <laughs> I want to know who put you up to <laughs> You all right, man? Hell no, I ain't all right. I got to get ready for this damn program tonight. Well, Lorenzo, look here. Turn it out, because they tell me you know how to turn a church out on Sunday morning. <laughs> Oh, Lord, how much. You all right? I need you to call me before you ask. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Okay, man. I got one more question for you. What is, man, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's the first man I every morning. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. New 
Edition will be performing at the Sand and Soul Festival in the Bahamas. That's going down October 6th through the 9th. We've been telling you about it. But did you know that there is a cute new new edition coming to New Edition? All right. You may remember back in February, Ron DeVoe of New Edition and BBD and his wife, Shamari, uh, announced that they were expecting their first child after Aww. 11 years of marriage. All right. Well, recently, Ronnie posted a super 80s-themed pregnancy pic. Uh, the couple is dressed in red Adidas tracksuits with Kangles. They are so adorable. So, so congratulations <laughs> to the to Ronnie and Shamari. We can't wait to see the new daddy-to-be, Ronnie DeVoe, performing at the Sand and Soul Festival. And if you want more details, go to sandandsoulfestival.com. All right, Steve and uh, everyone, what's your favorite new edition song? Oh, what? if it isn't love, baby. If it, is, if it isn't love. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I like... Um, you're not my kind of girl. Sorry. Sorry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love that one. Can you stand the rain? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just uh-huh. a second. Yeah. Can you stand the rain? Man. Yep. Johnny I like Gale. that, you know, yeah, man, when Johnny got in the group. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. when it got real, then. <laughs> what, Steve? I you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> love when he does wins. that. I Johnny in that damn group, boy. When Johnny got in the group. Yeah. And you oh. know what, too, Steve? At the end of Can You Stand the Rain with Johnny Gill, those ad-libs and that uh-huh. singing. Yes, sir. So man. beautiful. Oh, uh-huh. that man can sing. He can really, really sing. It was a great boy. Another mm-hmm. one yes, of my favorite is. songs. You know what? Another song they had, man, that's really a good jam. Boys to Men. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're yes. right. You're right. Johnny that was working on that song, Yeah, too. he was. Man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So many new edition songs. I know. We're going to be singing word for word in the Bahamas, aren't we? <laughs> Ain't we? I'm going to actually try to get back up there in the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Ronnie DeVoe, new daddy. Yeah. Here, boy. Congrats, congrats, congrats. All right, Steve, you want to bring in Miss Ann? Ladies and gentlemen, she's here for show. The lovely, talented Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Steve, Shirley, Carla, Tommy Jr. This is Antripets of News. You know, tributes are pouring in for comedian Charlie Murphy, who died yesterday from leukemia at age 57. Charlie Murphy was the older brother of Eddie Murphy. He had an entertainment career of his own. He was perhaps best known for his appearances on The Dave Chappelle Show, but he was also in several movies. He also co-wrote jokes and scripts with his brother, like for the movie Vampire in Brooklyn, and he did stand-up, like on the Arsenio Hall Show. I went across the street to the 7-Eleven to get me some rolling papers. Because, <laughs> yes, I do smoke weed every now and then. Yeah. Every now and then, like once, once an hour, you know. Chris Rock tweeted that, quote, we just lost one of the funniest, most real brothers of all time. Magic Johnson tweets, I haven't seen anything as funny as Charlie Murphy and Dave Chappelle skits. And Hamilton playwright Lin-Manuel Miranda tweeted that Murphy's storytelling was hilarious and unforgettable. Charlie Murphy's wife died of cancer nine years ago, and he leaves three children, ages 11, 18, and 31. United Airlines CEO Oscar Mignot still on damage control in the wake of last Sunday's forcible removal of a passenger, a doctor, off an overbooked Chicago flight to Kentucky to make room for an airline staffer who had to get the airport there. A video of the incident caused international outrage and a drop in the airline's stock price, especially because it seemed that Munoz took two days to make an apology. He now says on ABC's Good Morning America that he, he was ashamed. The first thing I think is important to say is to apologize to Dr. Dow, um, his family, 
uh, the passengers on that flight, our customers, our employees. That is not who our family at United is. And the airline has also announced that it's offering compensation to all the passengers who are on that flight. Fox News TV host Bill O'Reilly is taking a vacation effective immediately. Fox claims that this time off had already been planned. O'Reilly, of course, is under fire, though, right now because of a number of women who have separately accused him of sexually harassing them. Similar charges against Fox chairman Roger Ailes led to his ouster. According to The New York Times, O'Reilly and Fox have shelled out about $13 million so far to settle past sexual harassment allegations. O'Reilly has denied all the claims, saying that he's a target because he's rich and famous. And now yet another woman who had auditioned for a spot on his show has also filed a suit, and some 40 advertisers have pulled away from O'Reilly's show, so Fox is now spreading those commercials to play on other shows. Looks like Donald Trump is singing a different tune now as it pertains to NATO. When he was running for president, Trump spent a whole lot of time bashing the North American Treaty Alliance. Oh, they're terrible, they're obsolete, they're a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. But Trump now speaks in glowing terms about NATO and how supportive it was when he ordered airstrikes over Syria. We are grateful for the support of NATO members and partners in their condemnation of Assad's murderous attack using the most horrible weapons. The vicious slaughter of innocent civilians with chemical weapons, including the barbaric killing of small and helpless children and babies, must be forcefully rejected by any nation that values human life. And Trump adds, though, that other NATO members need to meet their financial obligations, step up and pay what they owe. A North Miami police officer has been charged with attempted manslaughter and negligence, you probably remember this story, for shooting an unarmed black man last summer who was a behavioral therapist as the guy tried to calm his patient and get him back to a group home. Prosecutors say that video shows Officer Jonathan Aleda shooting Charles Kinsey while Kinsey was on his back with his hands raised. A police union spokesman initially claimed that Officer Aleda was aiming at Mr. Kinsey's patient, Arnaldo Soto, out of concern for Kinsey's life, but just missed and hit Kinsey accidentally. But Kinsey says he asked the officer later, Sir, why did you shoot me? And then later said, I don't know. And after that, Mr. Kinsey was handcuffed, he said, face down on the ground for about 20 minutes as his leg bled out from a gunshot wound. So he says he doesn't think there was an accident at all. And Birmingham, Alabama, megachurch is now one step closer to having its own police force, something that would be without precedent, The Alabama State Senate overwhelmingly yesterday okayed the measure, which allows the Briarwood Presbyterian Church to hire police officers who would have the same powers that other cops do, with church elders saying that they need law enforcement to protect their large congregation as well as the children who attend their church school. The bill now heads to the state Senate, uh, the state house, uh, representatives rather, where it's expected to be passed and the governor is expected to sign it. They're calling it a high-stakes mystery. Workers in Ohio Library say more than 30 bottles of A1 steak sauce have found all around the library in bottles uh, tucked in potted plants and conference rooms behind newspaper, magazines, and books. Maybe, maybe someone's trying to leave a message. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, thank you, Miss Ann. We appreciate you, as always. Coming up at 18 after the hour, the butterfly or uh, oatmeal. One of them is up next with today's blog. I think it's going to be oatmeal, though. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the butterfly blog is next. Yes, living every moment, no regrets. Smile up on my face, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm blessed. Oh, oh. 
Good morning, everyone. Stephen Tommy, Shirley Carla Jr. Today is supposed to be Oatmeal's Day, but he's out sick today, so I am in for him. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, You've hey, got butterfly. to be kidding me, man. That can't be happening. Yes, he's not feeling well. Aw. Ah. Well, mm-hmm. flutter, flutter, butterfly. Yeah, morning, butterfly. Flap mm-hmm. on, flap on. Thank brother. you for the rest of you all saying good morning. Good morning, Carla. Good morning, Eugene. Junior, how are you, how are you this morning? Man, I'm outstanding. How you doing, brother? Beautiful, blessed and highly favored. Um, Shirley. Yes. Mm-hmm. I heard you <laughs> hey, earlier, butterfly. Girl, was the, flutter, you flutter. Was the, um, airline stewardess. I heard you earlier. Flight attendant. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, here's the deal. Today is you, um, you the big blog is about you ain't going you ain't going you. Oh, you speak to everybody, but you ain't gonna speak to me. Well, good morning, to, good morning to you this Thursday morning, Mr. Steve Harvey. I don't ever know dog? if you're gonna speak back to me. If you, well, you I'm know. speaking back. What's up, dog? Oh Lord, I'm not no dog, but okay. <laughs> just, just why don't you say what up, butterfly? I like butterflies. Say that for me. Say what up, butterfly? Like you, I like, like you do with the boys. Like, you say, you say no. what up, dog? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like dog. Anyway, we're talking about summer attire. Summer attire. Now, I'm going and this is specifically for the guys, Junior, Tommy, and and Steven. I have created a um tuxedo tight shorts. This is for you guys to put on. This is a it is black with a nice Hold pink on. stripe up the side. Some what, Jean? It's tuxedo tight shorts, okay? And it they they come down to the thigh. And they have a stripe on them. But listen, let me go further. You have a pilgrim um, man blouse. Oh, my God. You're going to love this. <laughs> the, pilgrim, the pilgrim man blouse going to set this thing on fire. Now, we're going to go down because we're going to okay. keep it tuxedo looking. We're going to go down to some patent leather high tops. And it has a butterfly on the toe. You're going to love it. So imagine yourself with your pilgrim um, man blouse. It's really fluffy. The arms are very fluffy. Very fluffy. And, um... You have your tuxedo tight shorts on. Now, this comes in two colors. It comes in black, of course. The shirt will be in white. But I also have this, you know, I love colors. Um, it's um, Prolonge. The Prolonge is what you really want. It's a purple and orange blend. Okay? Oh. Prolonge. Okay. Prolonge. Okay. Say it with me. Prolonge. Prolonge. I want Junior to Junior to Purple and me. orange per- is brown. Purple and orange is, is Prolonge. And you're not going to mess up my colors. I know my colors. I know my rainbows. That I do know. Okay. Okay? okay. I can put some Skittles together for you. Okay? Okay. It's Perlange. So, now, Junie, if you wear the um, tuxedo tight shorts in Perlange. And and a pilgrim... Um, shirt. You're yeah. gonna have a you gonna ruffles. have a, the has the ruffles. Mm-hmm. Know, but but you have to let me know what color swing. you want in that because well, you don't have to like do we, white. Well, I feel like we dressed in the revolution, like Prince in the Revolution. Why? Well, uh-huh. like, <laughs> yes. And I haven't even told you about the headscarf yet. Now, when you put the headscarf on, that's when you really bring oh, no. it for the summer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because when you wrap, it's about how you wrap it. You have to wrap it, and you can let it hang like it's dreads or something. But you're gonna love it. Okay. So here we is. Put you the picture, Junior. Here you are. Part orange. Tuxedo tight shorts, got the stripe up the side. <clears throat> okay. You, can you see that? Nah. Then you have the, the patent leather high tops. There you go. And mm-hmm. then you you have your pilgrim ruffle shirt on mm-hmm. with the real, real um, you know, the real fluffy arms. You gotta love that. And and if you want to, we can put a powder blue in there to go with the perlarge. Whoa. Man. You gotta work these colors. Woo. You gotta work these colors, okay? And then we're gonna wrap <laughs> yes. your head up with some scarf. And guess what? Put your shades on and baby boom, you going on about your business, okay? You butterflying <laughs> up in here. You butterflying up in here. 
Woo, flutter. <laughs> flutter. Uh, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to be giving away tickets to... um. Sand and so. Oh, Lord. That's what you're supposed to wear. The what? The tuxedo tie shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up, uh, we're going to the phones. It's time to see if we can get another winner to the Woo! Sand and Soul Sand. Festival, October 6th through the 9th at the luxurious Atlantis in Nassau, Bahamas. Hello. Hello. Hey, Judy. And this is she. Hey, great. Listen, we're calling to confirm a couple things for you for the Ascendant Soul trip that you applied for on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. Okay, great. Uh, first of all, uh, do you have a middle name? No, I do not. Okay, great, because that was left blank on the application. Uh, also, uh, if you were to win, do you have any illnesses of any kind? Do you on a medication that we need to be aware of? No, I do not have any illnesses. Any in- illnesses. Okay, are there any medications that we need to be aware of, darling? No, there are no medications. Okay, great. Uh, have you? Would you have a person in mind uh, if you won the trip who you might be taking? Do you have all the, their pertinent information? Um, possibly. Um, there's a couple of people that I was thinking about when I applied, but um, I haven't for sure asked them yet. Okay, great. Uh, we have a couple of questions right here. This is just a survey-type question. You don't have to answer them if you don't want to. Uh, do you know all of the members of the morning show? Have you heard them all from time to time or seldom? Or I actually just started, not just started, but I listen to them um, almost every morning. So I do know that this Steve, there's his nephew, there's, um, oh, what is the other gentleman's name? And then there's also two ladies involved. <laughs> I forget their names. Yeah, they're beautiful. I do. Um, I do know there that there's um, a panel of um, people on the show. Yeah, Shirley Strawberry and uh, Carla. That's Fumil. right. It's the Strawberry Letters. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. There you go. Yeah, and the gentleman's name would be uh, Keir Spates. Uh, he's called Junior. Junior. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. And uh, can I have your age, ma'am? I am 33. Okay, that's great. 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 Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Uh, we wanted to say uh, thank you for your application and your consideration mm-hmm. and uh any event that you win uh if they call you uh we just only ask that you be excited about the trip uh okay. there's no guarantee but we are just you know pre-screening some of the callers okay 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 sounds good and uh judy also uh one other question uh are you caucasian no i'm uh, no i'm not <laughs> oh that's so bad because we really wanted to have some more caucasian uh Sorry, I'm not Caucasian. I may sound Caucasian, but I'm not. And that's why I asked, because you do, yeah, but you do sound Caucasian. We were kind of hoping because we wanted to add some diversity to the island while we were there. Oh, I'm sorry. No, um, I am Asian, actually. So that may be a new diversity. Oh, my God. For Steve's sake, this will even be better. I'm telling you, that guy, listen, this is wonderful. Hey, welcome to United Airlines. Uh, Listen. Hey. Yeah, hey, it is Steve no. Harvey. Hey, what's happening, Judy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be involved in United Airlines unless I want to make big money. <laughs> the lawsuit is involved, but other than that, yeah, I'm it's coming good. United. Hey, Judy. <laughs> yes. Hey, this Steve Harvey. What's going on, girl? <laughs> hey, Steve, how are you doing? Ain't nothing right there. It was a pleasure talking with you. That wasn't really no survey. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the white me. <laughs> hey, Judy, congratulations. Yeah. You're on your way to Sand and Soul Festival, October 6th through the 9th yeah. in Nassau. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Judy. Go, Judy. Congratulations, Judy. Girl. You guys got me. <laughs> If they call me, I'm going to be ready for it, but you guys got me. Fly Delta. Don't fly United. Oh, thank you. Yeah, congratulations, baby. You got uh, three days, three nights of incredible events at the Sand and Soul Festival. If you all want to go, go to sandandsoulfestival.com because me and Judy and them going to be over there balling. (laughs) We don't drag you nowhere. We have fun. And that's around my birthday, so thank you very much. <laughs> that's good. Junior, be there. Hey. What's oh, up, Junior? <laughs> hey, Junior. How are you doing? I'm good, girl. I can't wait to see you. Oh, uh, can't wait to see y'all, too. Okay. Right. You said y'all, okay, though, so that's how you got yeah. shot down publicly. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see y'all. I had to be told, but that one had to be careful. I know, that's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. All right, you baby, just caught me on. at work. Good. Hey, baby, hang on. We got to get some information from you. For more information, go to sandandsoulfestival.com. Congratulations again, Judy. We will see you in the Bahamas, girl. Now, when we come back from the break, nephew Tommy's up again with the prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we got strawberry letter. But uh, come on, fool. Mm. Uh, what you got? You gonna let me do it? Me and my Jesus. Mm-mm. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna say it one more time. Me and my Jesus. Not come between Easter us week. if you want to. <laughs> Easter come week. Between. <laughs> come between me and my Jesus. Do it Easter weekend. You gonna come uh, between me see. and my Jesus? I see what you're doing. Try it. Try it. You made me happy. This you can Hello? Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach your sister. This is she. Uh, how you doing? I, I'm giving you a call on behalf of uh, Baptist Church. You, you are a member there, am I right? Okay, listen. Um, I'm calling you. They, they, uh, some of the members have gotten together and had a meeting and mm-hmm. wanted me to give you a call. Have, uh, it, it seems that uh, a lot of them are complaining about Sunday services that go on and wanted for me to give you a call on their behalf so that we can see if we can address the problem and talk to you diligently as possible and try to get the problem rectified. What, what's going on? Well. It seems like that um, a lot of uh, of members are complaining. I'm sorry, and what is your name again? Uh, my name is ma'am. Uh, I'm not actually a member of the church. I've just been the one that they've been asked to give you a call and, and try to talk on the members' behalf so maybe we can get this problem rectified that you that they have uh, as far as you are concerned. Now, okay, go ahead. I'm just trying to see what this is in regards to. Go ahead. Well... It seems like the members of the church are complaining about that you're doing too much shouting at church on Sunday, and it seems to be going on every Sunday. You running up and down the aisle, and you shouting all over the place. And it's oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Me, I, I've been singled out. 
about my shouting? Well, Is that what you're saying? Well, evidently it's distracting, ma'am. You're distracting everyone from getting the word and listening to the word and being involved in the service. And that's the purpose of the call is to see if we can get you to tone it down some. Okay, so the whole church is complaining about me shouting the way people run up and down their mouths every Sunday and almost turn cartwheels and flips, and they singling me out complaining about me? Well, ma'am, I don't know how it is that you can see everybody else doing cartwheels when you're the ones that, that they say is the one that's doing them. You okay, don't... well, how am, I, how am I being singled out? Ma'am, all I'm saying is, is that they're saying that you're doing too much shouting and too much running at this church. Now, I, I'm just the messenger. Okay, well, well they, they can't tell me how to shout. They don't. They can't tell me what's going on in my life, what's going to keep me from praising God. I, and I, now, they, I mean, they could just, they, they can go somewhere else with that, but they are not going to tell me that I can't praise my God. They don't know how good God has been to me. I, and, and you know what? I understand that. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but... It's becoming a distraction. I mean, they they was at the point last night talking about should we put some seat belts on the pews so so you can stay down. I wish they would put some seat. But how are they gonna tell people they can't shout in church and praise God? What what do we come to church for? Well, you do come to. They uh, need to be trying to praise God and get their own shot on and stop looking at me and worrying about what I'm doing. We gonna need you to quit running up and down these aisles and doing well, that's what. That's not going I'm sorry, sir. You know, I, I'm trying to stay calm. I'm trying my best. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, sir, that, that's not happening. You can't tell me I got to stop shouting. Okay, ma'am, but let me ask you something. Are you running now? Aren't you just standing still talking? No, because I don't have to run right now. Okay, I, what I'm trying to get you to I do. I feel like if I want to run up and down this street right now, I can run up and down this street and praise God. But they're not going to tell me to stop shouting at church. Can we get you to be a little bit more reserved as what we are? See, ma'am, let me ask, let me go ahead and go further on what they do. I, I, I move how the spirit moves. Okay, well, let me move and tell you what they've told me. Now, Go ahead. If, what if, they told you? if we can't get to the point where you can, you know, tone it down, then we may have to ask you to leave. I just want let them ask me, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, you ma- let them ask me, why would they want me to leave the church? Be- ma- them, I've been at that church for 15 years. I'm not leaving the church. I'm going to run up and down I'm the not gonna, around the church. I'm not going to even turn me some flips where I'm not. I feel like it. Now, 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 listen. That's, that, that's all I'm Okay, go ahead. What, I'm, what gonna you I'm going to be there. I'm going to. I am going to be there on Sunday, ma'am. And I have been the person that's been appointed to make sure that you're not running up and down these aisles and shouting like this. You got to keep yourself reserved so people can hear the word of God. You are standing in people's word. That's what you're doing. You're in the way you of. You know what? If they come trying to sit me down, I'm going to give them a word and it ain't going to be a God. So, now, let them put their hands up on me here. Now, listen. Okay, I'm you that now. You, you could say, I haven't been in that church 15 years. If I want to run, dance, shout, jump, scream, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do it. And ain't nobody going to stop me. You're going to have to stop this. This past Sunday was your last Sunday doing it, and you're watch not going to do it this Sunday. I, well, like I said, just watch. And I'm telling you, you can tell the urchins, the deacon boys, the deaconess, the minister's wives, or whoever else you want to tell. Let them put their hands on me and see if I don't swing on them. I'm going to come right about the spirit and swing on them. I'm telling now, you that now. Because, see, sir, you done really pushed me that. I done tried. I done tried my well, best. Well, let me ask you this here. Where, where I is... I tried to show that I'm saved. And I, I, never, but you make it, you, you making me revert back to my old ways. And you you really finna me off. That's what you finna do. Okay, well, let me ask you this here. Where is the God at right now in you? Where is the you one that's... Right was, the God was in me when I was trying to be calm with you at first and tell you don't be calling me with this foolishness. 
But now you done made the other side of me raise up. Well, you didn't raise it up. You, in, you didn't raise it up in me too. Guess what? Come Sunday, you gonna sit your ass in that pew, and you ain't gonna. Move. You know, you call yourself a man of God. You cuss me to my own sit my ass in the pew. Okay, all right, all right. We gonna see how well my ass in that pew. Matter of fact, first thing Sunday morning, I'm going to pastor. Oh yeah, when your deacon, whoever you are, whatever your name is, I'm gonna tell him about it. I would be talking to Pastor myself and letting him know about this situation. You don't talk. You don't. We can call Pastor right now. We can get Pastor on freeway. You don't talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I talk to Pastor. I done been at this church 15 years. Like I said, I tell you, oh, Jesus. Oh, you you finna, oh, Jesus. Now, 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 see, just like this here. You see how you calling on him and you standing. Yeah, because I'm calling on him to keep me from just really going and cuss you out right now because you done really hit my nerve. I got one more thing I need to say to you, lady. You know what? You better say it real quick because you finna talk to this operator. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got (laughs) pranked by your girl. You know, oh, see, you know what? <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm a kid. My butt. Oh, Lord. Y'all see, you had me up here cursing on the phone. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I got one more thing, baby. Let me ask you something. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. And what a letter it is, Tommy. Thank you. Subject, old counselor. I'm a 34-year-old female with three children, ages 14, 9, and 3. I also helped raise my 18-year-old niece. That was my baby before I had any. She has lived between myself and my mother since birth. She is an A student. For the past month, my mother said she has been staying out until 3 a.m. and being disrespectful, not telling who she is with or anything. She turned 18 less than a month ago. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, she finally admitted that it was her 32-year-old counselor from school. That it was, yeah, that's who she was with. My mother talked to the man, and he came to her house to explain. He says he is a virgin. And they are just friends, and he has no intentions on pursuing a relationship. And if he does, it will not be while she is still in school. They text. She has been to his house. They go out bowling, and he has taken her to the, to the next town to see where his mother lives. He is also the minister of music at his church. What the heck? If my brothers what the fi- hell? It's a hell. <laughs> if my brothers it find out, if my brothers find out, someone will get seriously hurt. My mother wants to tell his pastor. I want to tell his behind. What should I do? I do not want my brothers to go to prison. She thinks she is grown now because she is 18 and will not listen. My mother does not want this to get out for fear of ruining my niece's reputation and the family name. I think he needs to be reminded of how old he is. First, just because a person turns 18 certainly does not mean they are mature enough to do and or handle adult situations. The second thing is you can't act this way, young 18-year-old lady, in someone else's home. 18 or not, you still have to follow their rules under their roof. 
and this virgin counselor, school counselor, uh, he's really out of line. I mean, let's just put it on the line. He's really out of line, and he's old enough to know that this is wrong, what he's doing. He said he has no intentions on pursuing a relationship, and if he does. And if he does, to me, right there means that he's thought about it or he's thinking about it, and it's in the back of his mind. I say tell everyone you can, your brothers, the pastor, uh, and you need to talk to this man as well. He has no reason to be with your with your niece. He's 32. She's 18. Uh-uh. He needs to be stopped. He, his intentions need to be exposed. Your niece's reputation will really be ruined if she continues to hang out with him. It's ridiculous. Steve? I don't have a lot of time, so I'm just going to get right to the, the, the gist of this whole thing. When she found out that it was a 32-year-old counselor, and the counselor came to the house to explain. First of all, he came to the house to explain. <laughs> uh, uh, to explain what? He came to your house to make an excuse up. He says he is a virgin and that they are just friends. What does you have a virgin, you being a virgin have to do this? And why do we have to sit up here and believe that you are a virgin? You are just trying to create the impression that you are virtuous. Mm-hmm. I'm not falling for this, dog. You're 32, and you're going to tell the guy I'm a virgin. And then we are just friends. What does that mean? <laughs> friends. He has no intentions of pursuing a relationship. You in one now. What? You got this girl out to 3 o'clock in the morning. You're not pursuing it. You're in the relationship now. What you done took her to see your mama house for? That's what a relationship is. I have no intentions of pursuing her, and if he, it would not be why she's still in school. Uh-huh. He's setting y'all up for what it is. It's the relationship is on and cracking right now. I have a solution for you when we come back. All right, after the break at 18 after the hour, part two of Steve's response to today's Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, uh, I got part two of this letter coming up next, huh? The old counselor, this 34-year-old female, has this niece that she's raised as her own daughter. An A student had no problems until a few months ago. She turned 18. She's been staying out at 3 o'clock in the morning. Finally, uh, her mother confronts her about this, and she admits that she's been out with her 32-year-old counselor from school. The lady talks to the man. He came to the house to explain. He says he's a virgin. He said that they just friends. He has no intentions of pursuing a relationship, and if he does, it will not be while she's in school. They text. She's been to his house. They go out bowling. He's taking her to the next town to see where his mother lives. Okay, excuse me. That's dating. Mm -hmm. That's a relationship. Everybody that's ever been in one, all of us that's been in one, has bowled with somebody we like, took them by the mama's house. You know, you come to my house. Students don't do that with teachers. If you go over a teacher's house, it's usually a, 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 a mentoring-type relationship. That can happen. That's not what he says he's doing. He doesn't say he's mentoring her. He says if he does pursue her, it's, it'll be not while she's in school. He's letting you know that something's going on, but it's completely harmless. And he told the little thing in the front that I'm a virgin to, to throw you off. 
Now, the mother wants to do something. He is also the minister of music at his church. If your brother find out someone going to get seriously. Now, her mother wants to tell his pastor. But see, she's worried, though. She don't want this to get out for fear of ruining her niece's reputation and the family name. That's the line that kills me in this letter. Why are old people always worried about somebody's reputation and their damn family name? What's your family name got to do with this? You, Mama, you're worrying about the wrong thing. You need to be worrying about this girl's, not her reputation and the family name. What about her future? What about if she gets pregnant? Mm. What about if she's emotionally scarred? What is this old ass dude's real intentions? See, here's what you need to do. You ain't got to worry about that. You need to tell everybody. Let me let me ask this man something right here in case he's listening, this 32-year-old counselor. If what you're doing is so appropriate, if the school officials knew about this, would they think it was appropriate? If mm. your pastor of your church find out and the rest of the choir, would they think it's appropriate? Would this woman's brothers think it's appropriate? Because I can assure you they ain't going to think it's appropriate. They going to know just what it is because we as men, we know already. We need to whoop his ass. That's what we know we need to do. So because you say, you say, I think he needs to be reminded of how old he is. Well, the best reminder to me would be your brothers. Uh-huh. I say, tell, matter of fact, I say tell everybody. Let's tell the school officials. Let's tell the pastor. Make the announcement at choir rehearsal. And then let's let your brothers, so we can help remind him. See, maybe the school officials need to remind him that he's too old for this behavior. The church could remind him, but your brothers could really bring the message home best. And I know you don't want your brothers to go to prison, so tell them don't kill a man. Yeah. We, we got to do this, <laughs> but let's talk real loud, though. Today's Strawberry Letter is posted on SteveHarvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour from the talk, it will be our girl, Cheryl Underwood. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up from the talk, we got our girl, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. Come on, Tommy, do your thing, baby. Oh, no. Let's get it, let's get it. Our girl is here, the one and only. What's bothering Cheryl Underwood? Thank you, Steve Harvey Morning Show family. And there's uh, not a lot bother me, but a couple of concerns I have. Let me talk about the good things. Praise the Lord that I asked the sister to co-host the daytime Emmys with Mario Yes, Lopez. sir. All right, Go, All right Cheryl. Go on, girl. Congratulations. Listen, man, thank you very much. I'm not going to set our people back and embarrass our people, but we're going to make it the Golden Globes of daytime awards. We're going to clown a while. And I'm very proud to be asked because we all represent each other. Am I right, Tommy and Junior, as comics? Absolutely. We all represent each other. So when we That's all right. get, the, get good things, let's salute each other for getting good things. We're doing good things out there. And I would love to be on stage when the talk win, and I'd love to be on stage when my good friend, Steve Harvey, win awards. So I'm glad that I'm hosting the Daytime Emmys. <laughs> so I don't care what's on the card. I will be saying the talk and Steve Harvey. <laughs> 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 Do it, sure. 
Burn the car oh, yes. up. I don't care what they say. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Then also, I'll be speaking at the Ultimate Women's Expo at the uh, Convention Center in Los Angeles. And that's 28,000 women to talk to. So I'm Come really on, excited about that. They got that going on the same weekend on the on the Sunday of the daytime image. Then that's going to be a busy day. Then I got Sisters in Service where we salute the four sororities of the National Panhellenic for their community service. This is open to the public. So if you want to get a ticket to come to the Peninsula May the 5th in Beverly Hills or May the 12th in Chicago, go to Pack Rat Foundation for education.org uh, and get your tickets. Now let me get to it. What the hell's going on with all these daggone divorces? Mel B, come on down to the hood and handle this dude. He's not even a real <laughs> Belafonte. Let's <laughs> put him on a United flight and tell him he's been bumped and dragged his ass. <laughs> and then put him in a seat right across from Can Do and Mary J. We will drag him too. For yeah. You. yeah. Janet Jackson, I don't know what we're going to do about that one because your dude got too much paper. Billions. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, but I'm sad that it's happening to these women, but what it reflects is it happens to every person out there that gets married that you may possibly get divorced. Make that marriage strong and do what you gotta do, but walk on, girl, and keep all your paper if you have to. And last but not least, we know that death comes in threes. Jay God's yep. band, Freeze Frame, Cinephone Fame, we all know and listen to his music. David Letterman Mama has gone on to be with the Lord, oh. but who we all know and love, Charlie Murphy from the mm. Chappelle yes, Show, Norbert, Harlem Nice, a comic, a soldier, a father, a brother, everybody love him, but we know that death come in threes, but on this weekend, we know that on the third day, he rose. Yes, he did. Resurrection All right, Cheryl. Yes, yes. Lord. Lean on the Lord. In divorce, in confusion, in anything, in death, lean on the Lord. It's Resurrection Weekend. Go into Good Friday knowing what it's all about, and then get up on Sunday morning and praise his name. Amen. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, right about five minutes after the hour, call, call is reality up there. Okay, okay. here we go. Uh-oh. Okay, here we go. I don't know what the hell's going on right now. <laughs> but up next, she here, Sister Odie, is in the building. Yes, Hey, my lord. Huh? Shot in the clock. Shot a clock. Shot a Glock. No. <laughs> what did she say? What? She shot a Glock. Shot a Glock. Shot a Glock. Bust a cat. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Mm. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Odell. Morning, Sister Odell. Morning. Hi, Tommy. Hi, boy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Carly, how are you? Hey, Sister Odell. How are you? Hey, sweetie. Hey, Junior boy. Morning, Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. Good. Hello, Shirley. Hello, Sister Odell. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Good. Welcome back. Lord, thank you for having me. I haven't been here in a while. You know, y'all done slowed up with the invites, you know. You done got Aww. funny style, well, you know. Well, we're so glad to have you right now. Uh, well, I'm glad to be here. 
Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, Sister Odell. We always want to touch bases with you. I have, you know, a couple of things that are going on in the news and then uh, something sad uh, to tell you about. But we'll get to this first. Um, I know you travel around a lot. And um, uh, have you ever had any issues while traveling? Because, I don't know, there's a huge story. I don't know if you know about it. Huge story about United Airlines and how they dragged a man off the plane uh, earlier this week. Did you see that you know, on the news? You know, I seen that on the news. Wasn't that a tragedy? Yes, ma'am. It, it was pretty bad. It was horrible. Yeah. Girl, I yeah. sat up there and just shook my head. Yeah. I said to myself, bad. I text my niece too, you know, because I've been learning how to text. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I just type, type, type down that S M M F H. What? What? S M M. What 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 is that, Thank Sister Odell? Yeah. Oh, MFH. Okay. Yeah. S M M F H. And I head just texted. <laughs> we do know head was the last word. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shaking is the first. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, you know, the kid, my niece taught me how to text where I can just say some things without saying it. Uh-huh. Yes, I said, Lord, this is a tragedy right here. Yeah. Pulling that man down off of that off out of that chair like that. Yeah, dragging him yeah. down the aisle and busting him in his mouth and then he run back on the plane like that mm-hmm. and tried to hide behind the curtain. I said, if you don't get your ass from out behind that curtain, <laughs> you don't go there well if they pull you out the chair, they're going to pull you out behind them drapes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't grab nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> Sad right there. Lord, I just said they just done that man wrong and that white yes. woman was just hollering, oh, my God, God oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wasn't doing a damn thing, though. Ain't nobody trying to help him. But what no. could she do, really? I mean, what could they do? They could have jumped him. The police, the police officers? The, the aviation? The Bible says where there's one or more gathered in mm-hmm. my name. <laughs> could have eight or nine of them could have just jumped him. Okay. Huh. But they ain't want none of that mace. Mm. They ain't want that mace or that stick. Uh-huh. Sad I, I, what they did. These airlines is losing their mind. I wish you would grab me. You grab me. I tell you what. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see that. You a pogo stick down that aisle on my cane. <laughs> Not pogo stick. Because it'd be crammed up in the crack of your jaw. No! <laughs> tell you one thing. You had this whole walk in your ass. <laughs> I think we get it. Yeah. I tell you one thing. You come down there to get me, you're going to roll your ass back up the aisle because you can have them four wheels sticking out of it. <laughs> I think we're clear. I'm just being real with you. You can grab Odell see what happens. Odell rhyme with old hell. <laughs> <laughs> grab me if you want to. Yeah. Shouldn't right. be grabbing a little Chinese man. He just as nice as he could be, just trying to hang on. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. a doctor trying to get, mm-hmm. um, you know, to the mm-hmm. office to see his ain't patients. Kick, ain't next. kick now time. Somebody would have got some foot. <laughs> <laughs> you grab a black person, you are gonna get some foot. <laughs> yeah. First thing we do is let them kicks fly. <laughs> kick your ass and spit on you. You'd have had all kind of stuff. You'd have been all kind of. Oh, you'd have been all kind of FMFs. Oh man, FMFs. You and your texting. Oh, first word. Yes. Uh, I sure. learned how to text. My niece taught me how to text, so I can yeah. text without cussing. You know. FMF, you know, funky. Funky. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Uh, you know, okay. just uh-huh. FMF. That's a new text word. That's nice. Yeah. When I live one of my favorites. FMF. Mm. Yeah. You know, I love texting now because I can say things. Still remain a Christian. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, um, moving on. I just text, uh, I text him, one of my exes has text me, and I text him back, BSN. <laughs> wow. uh, no. Uh, uh, first word, bull. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I got that one. I, got, I just text him uh, back, and that minute, shut man. him down either. Once he read into that, he went and got his nephew, and she told him, well, Grandpa, she calling you a yeah. And then that shut him down. I love that wow. new Texan. You ain't put it all in caps. <laughs> you know, OMG is oh my God. Y'all know that? Uh, yes, yes, ma'am. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Then they got L M A O. Uh huh. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh huh. Saw it. Well versed in texting. They got another one. Uh S D F U. Oh, yeah. Give me the first. Can you say any Can of you that? Say any of them? Uh huh. The first one is shut up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> S D F U. That's a new one. That's a new, a new one. one. Uh huh. Yeah, that one hasn't quite caught on, but yeah. Mm-hmm, they need to. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Get ready, get ready, get ready. It's that time. Buckle up. We are here. Reality update. All right. Thank you, nephew. Here we go, crew. The season finale of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Well, mm. we finally got to see the Chateau by Sheree, her Uh-oh. house. Yeah, Sheree. Beautiful. Yes. Is it fly? Mm-hmm. It's very, really, very nice house. She mm-hmm. threw her housewarming party and she invited all the ladies um, including a blast from the past. Did you see Kim Zosiak? Uh, she was invited oh, yeah. to the party, uh-huh. and her and Kenya. That's the white girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, remember her? She from- got her own show, don't she? Yes, Don't Be Tardy for the Party. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, she, Kim and Kenya had uh, some words at Sheree's Ooh, house. Did they? It was really, really dirty. It was uh, some low blows. Really? Just going back and forth, insults and... They was doing like Sister Odell, WTF, and doing a whole bunch of that. No, they were really no, they, saying it. Oh, they, they were <laughs> saying it. Yeah. yeah, they really were. Sister Odell. <laughs> they were really saying it. So you talk about shade. I mean, it was just too much. And your girl Kenya, she couldn't wait to get to the chateau so she could just nitpick all they was of in the, the woman's house talking about her? Yeah, Steve, it was just ugly. Now, Kenya wanted to nitpick everything that was going on wrong or what was wrong with Sheree's house, like baseboards, missing baseboards, or the closet, the size of the closet, light (laughs) fixtures. And Kenya was basically trying to pay Sheree back for when Sheree went to Kenya's house. Exactly. Exactly. Right, and more manner and kind of talked about her house. Oh, so it okay. was not nice. It was not nice. She now, Phaedra's no ex. Well, okay, well, hold on. Who, who got the bomb house out of the two, though? If you had to pick one. Um, is it Sheree? Sheree's house, is, it looks it's bigger. bigger. It's bigger Massive. than Ken, yeah. Kenya's house. But uh-huh. Kenya's house is very, very it's nice, too. too. Yeah, both of them have yeah. very nice and they houses. Have different styles, different tastes. Yeah. Yeah, Kenya's more modern, yeah. contemporary, mm-hmm. and then Sheree is more traditional, elegant. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'll take both beautiful. Fly. Yeah, I'll take yeah, either I'm one. I'm mad at neither house. I'm not mad at it. Now, uh, Phaedra's ex husband or husband, uh, Apollo, his new girlfriend is on the scene. So at <laughs> Sheree's house, wait a minute, wait a minute, excuse me. I know ain't, you need to let that marinate. Huh? Ain't, ain't he in prison? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Huh? He is in prison and he has a girlfriend. 
Now, last week, uh, Todd and Candy, they had like a little party for their restaurant. What did she say? What did he say? Well, To get a girlfriend from prison. Well, she's just basically saying that, that Phaedra wasn't around. And so she's been visiting him for two years, going up to prison. What? And yes, she said Phaedra has only been there twice. And okay. Apollo basically called while this girl was at this restaurant party and told everyone, Todd and everybody, that pretty much Phaedra lied about the divorce because Phaedra said that her divorce from Apollo is final. Well, and Apollo done. says the, no. the divorce is not final and there's still some litigation going on, which kind of contradicted what pa- Phaedra was saying. So it's a lot of stuff going on with Phaedra. And Candy well, talked to Phaedra up. at the party and she basically asked her about lawsuits. You know, Fa- Candy is being sued by a former employer. A p- employee, and it's just a lot of drama, and Phaedra's involved in that. And Candy asked her former friend, "Are you involved in this?" And Fa- Phaedra said, "No, I'm an attorney. I can't talk about it." But it was shade. She was lying. Oh. She was lying, and she so she's lying that. about that. She's lying about the situation with her divorce. So rumor has it now, Steve, that for this reunion show that's coming up this Sunday, and the other, you know how they have more than one reunion episode, that Phaedra has been fired. From Real Housewives of Atlanta. What? That's uh. a rumor that's out there for that her lying? contract did not get renewed. So, <laughs> Steve, what? For, what? for lying? Yeah. They all well, lying. ain't gonna have nobody on. <laughs> 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 Let me move on to Love and Hip Hop in Atlanta. Steve, now your boy Stevie J, it seems like he's really maturing. Steve wants to get things right with his children and be a family. Now, his daughters, they told their father that he needs to make up with their son, Dorian. It seems like Stevie J and his son, they've had this feud going on for about a year. It played out on social media, radio show interviews, and Stevie's son, he feels like that his father just wasn't there for him. Take a listen. My son was way out of line for airing out our problems in public. But I got to take a minute to realize some of the things he was talking about. He's talking about me missing birthdays and Little League games. So looking back, I understand why he felt like I didn't care. But at the time, I was focused on providing for him. I thought that was the right thing to be doing. You really feel like, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't there, I was supposed to be there and all that? I was there, that's how it was. I understand he was working and all that. That's what it was. Whether I was there physically, I was there financially. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really cut it. Sometimes, right. I'm not, no disrespect. I respect everything you did. I mean, I know you was out doing what you had to do. And you, it wasn't just for me, it was for all of us. I mean, right. And I needed you there. A lot of stuff I had to teach myself. I ain't taking that away from you. Monetarily doesn't cover me physically being there and all that. But we can't change the past. We can just move forward and do better in the future. And that's what I'm on now. That's probably the reason I'm here. So that's good. They that's good. They're making some progress. No, no, man, yeah. that's good. That's good. Because I understand both of them got valid, valid oh, yeah. points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like the dude said, I had to teach myself some stuff. Dorian, You, yeah. you can't mm-hmm. learn manhood on your own. Mm-hmm. It's too difficult. Yeah. Stevie, uh, basically, he was telling... His son that he was uh, he went on to say that he was proud of his son and that Dorian is a father himself. 
and that he's happy that he's doing the right thing with his son and Stevie J wants to be in his grandson's life, you know, and get all his kids together. You know what? Especially, especially with Jocelyn uh, expecting. Of all the people on all the reality shows. Yeah. I like Stevie J, man. Yeah. I do too. I like, I like Stevie hey, man. J. Stevie like J, Jocelyn. my dude. Yeah. You like who? Jocelyn. His baby mama. <laughs> Alleged. So they don't know. They don't know that who Dr. Lane is now. Huh? They gonna sit there and act like they don't know who Dr. Lane is. Nothing. Thing. Who? Thing. They gonna sit there and act like you don't know who Dr. Lane is. Sounds like a female tongue-tied. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> well, Jocelyn, tell tell everybody what's coming up next. Coming up next, we got the Deacon the, the Pastor coming up next to do the 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 the, the, the Deacon stuff. What? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's probably something she would say, even, though. Even I don't understand that. <laughs> You'll be back at 18th at the hour. Ooh. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, Pastor Motown, Deacon Def Jam. In the building. Always late. <laughs> I am Reverend Moot. And I am Deacon Def Jam. We are from the Church of Future. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Offering you a shiny look into the future. Just a peek. With a hoary scope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let us begin with Leo Reed. Someone who hasn't yet earned your trust may not deserve it. Be wary. Stop right there. Uh-huh. Somebody you know ain't worth a damn. That's right. <laughs> Don't trust them. Okay. Don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Got some kinfolk back in Virginia. Vagory. <laughs> it's the small details that will cause the biggest problems today, so pay attention. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. I can't find the words to say on the radio for this. Take your time, Pastor. But there's an old street saying mm-hmm. uh-huh. that... Big blank popping mm-hmm. got little blank stopping. Mm. Mm. I don't know mm. what street you're from. Mm-hmm. 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 You may not be familiar. Not I able not... to fill in the blank. No. 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 Uh, I could tell by the you lost reaction me, from the congregation. It was a hush over Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. You were not with me Mm-mm. on that read. That's Mm-mm. right, that's right. That's that is right. because clearly you don't know the word. And clearly you are the hoodlum. Don't start arguing again, please. I don't mean it in a disrespect. (laughs) That's all right. We all got to come from somewhere. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Scorpio says, if you're stuck in planning mode today, make it a group affair. Get a conscience. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. The okay. word is get a consensus. Well, 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 well that means I did I, not. I have talked to you, Deacon, <laughs> about going over the word. Well, 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 
What is Your the- reading level is at a third grade. Well, you knew I was at third when you chose me. <laughs> I wanted you to practice and at least get up to fifth grade. Okay, well, what is the word once again? It is consensus. Oh, and, and, and what that is that? That means get together with a group of folks that have senses. And, and, and have a conscience too, Pastor. That's all it is. And con means to come together. Uh-huh. That's a consensus. Okay, okay. <laughs> Seek the comfort of your home and family. They need your attention right now. Stop right there. Okay. Why don't you care your asshole? That's right, that's right. Quit your damn out all it. hours Why? of the night. That's it. Are you out in the street? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your family needs you right now. They at home hungry. Right. Mm-hmm. Seek ye the comfort of your home. That's right. Her house ain't much comfort, especially when he sticking his key in the door. A house is not a home if there's no one there. Uh, you need to seek the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. Oh, you might be comfortable at her house now. Uh-huh. But oh, when you hear the key rattling in the door. Come on here now. When you hear the car pull up in the drive. Come on now. When her cell phone rang and she started looking crazy. Straighten it out, Pastor. Oh, when you hear her mention her buddy. Uh Uh-huh. It's about to come by. B-U-D-D-Y. Ah, yes, if you will. <laughs> Maybe she got more than one buddy. Uh-huh. Wow. P- Maybe you just one of many. Mm-hmm. You trying to seek comfort in the arms of a harlot. When you leave, when you then... need to carry your ass home. Here comes Jody. You must listen to this carefully. You and Jody. In the words of my young brother on the radio, old Big Lipsty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> where well. he most... Eloquently placed it. What did it say? B-U-D-D-I-E-S stands for booty. Uh-huh. Yeah. With the understanding uh-huh. that it doesn't directly mm-hmm. interfere mm-hmm. or evolve uh, beyond sex. Sex! <laughs> so once she mentioned buddy, uh-huh. all hell about to break loose. Mm, my, 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 my. Doors of the church are open. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34 minutes after we back. Time for these back, back, Jay. It's time for these back, All right, y'all, coming up, we got time for just one more thing. Uh, would you travel to space if you could afford it? Hell no. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We hot. I, yeah, we are. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, coming up, uh, we're going to wrap up the show. This is our last break of the day. Uh, with some, We'll be back with some final thoughts from Steve. Hey, uh, our condolences, our condolences go out to the Murphy family. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eddie's brother passed, uh, Charlie Murphy. Uh, it's never easy. I didn't I didn't really know Charlie well at all. 
just a couple of times meeting, you know, always congenial, though. He was just one of them good brothers, man. He's an excellent writer, man, excellent writer. Uh, but he, he was loved, man, and it's never easy when somebody passes. It is no, um, you know, there are no real words that you can give a person. You know, to hang in there, okay, I mean, they're doing the best they can. What, what, what else can you say? Uh, I've lost some key people in my life. People always like to use cliche lines like, you know, they're in a better place now. Well, when they said that about my mama, I actually thought a better place was her upstairs in her rocking chair watching TV, to be honest with you. That's why I thought the better place was when I first got the news. So that didn't really do anything for me. I have several friends that's going through the grieving stage right now. I have a very good friend of mine whose mother just passed. I had one of my main boys who his father passed uh, the evening before, and the next morning his wife's mother passed. Oh, so now he's, I'm sitting here looking at them, and you know, normally you go to your spouse for comfort, somebody mm-hmm. hold you, but when you gotta hold each other, mm. that's kinda unimaginable, man. So, yeah. you know, we send our condolences out to people that grieve. Everybody on this show has lost somebody. Very, very dear to them, you know, and we, we know all too well the feeling of it. But in times like this, man, you just have to you just have to know this one fact that in time it will get better. It does get better. Oh, it don't feel like it right now. <clears throat> no, it don't. No, it don't. From the time I got the news of my loved one's death and the time they went in the ground was the most agonizing week of my life. I couldn't really, I couldn't really do it, man. I didn't understand it. I just, you know, nothing nobody said to me was working. Nothing nobody said to me was working. You hear me? Nothing. And so in moments like this, man, I usually wait to reach out to people, you know, to give them that initial time because during that initial time, you're processing so many things. And it's just difficult. So our condolences go out to the Murphy family. But our condolences go out to everybody that's out there struggling with the loss of somebody. And they don't have to have just lost. Sometimes you struggle with the loss over and over and over and over and over and then long periods of time go by and you still struggling with it. And I can't tell you that you never stop struggling. I will tell you that you will get better at handling it. That you will. Some longer than others, but eventually time. Time will help you understand the process that you have to move on. You know, I mean, look, you know, we left here. We gotta keep going. Because there's so many people counting on us. You know, so as difficult as it is, you have to keep the faith. And like my T-shirt says, faith don't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. So y'all just have to remember that in your hour of need and when you're grieving. And if you ain't lost what the other person's lost, quit walking up to people thinking you got some magic words for them because you ain't. Because you ain't. Because half of these situations, if you ain't been in this situation, you can't know what this feels like. Mm. 
I remember one time I was crying over my mother three years after she passed, and a girl I knew said, she saw me crying one day. She said, why are you crying? I said, I was just thinking about my mother. She, how, she said, how long your mother been gone? I said, three years. She said, you still crying? What? I looked at her. <laughs> I just shook my head. I said, see, you don't know. You have no idea what this is. And until it happens to you, you really can't tell nobody what that feels like. So when you know somebody's grieving, tell them you're praying for them. And I just merely say in time it's going to get better, man. Just stay with it. That's the best I can do for them. And every now and then I send them a note about a feeling I was feeling like a week after or 10 days after how I handled it. Not to saying they're going to use it, but if it can help them then, that's what I do. So once again, our condolences go out to the Murphy family and everybody out there that's grieving, to my boy Will Phoenix and his family. Um, Just everybody out there, man, that's struggling with it right now. Y'all keep your head up. Faith don't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. You feel me? Okay. Um. Well, once again, Easter weekend. Have, have a great weekend. It's Resurrection right. weekend. That's it's a right, big baby. one. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He lives. Yes, he does. Yes, he is. He lives. Mm. And mm. so should you. Y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight.